last night, as of this recording, I took my first ever exercise class. Okay. Like ever. Where'd you go? The Y. Okay. I have a Y membership. Good. Had one for years. Mm-hmm. It's a donation. Yep. To the Y every <laughs> month. Um, I have been to like walk on a treadmill or to do weights with Jordan. Mm-hmm. But truly, probably could count that on one or two hands and yeah. I've had a membership forever mm-hmm. or for a long time since living here. Um, but my friend Juliana, uh, who listens to this podcast, hi Juliana, uh, she went, she goes on the reg and so, so does my friend Courtney. They go on the reg. And Juliana showed up for like her regular class and it turned, turned like I think she showed up for Zumba or something, but mm-hmm. the schedule had changed. And so it wound up being um, country line dancing. I don't know the actual, maybe oh. it's called Country Line Fusion, I think is the name sure. of the class. Um, so she basically called out me and and Courtney to try it with her because she had a blast. Like she thought it was so fun. And I thought, you know what? I hate exercise and I have been thinking lately, I have got, and it's through this London trip, mastermind trip, like all these things I'm realizing I have got to do a better job of like taking care of myself as a person right. if I want to keep running the bookshelf forever. Right. Um, so to make the bookshelves more sustainable, I have to be more sustainable. True. So I was like, okay, well, I've never taken an extra, and I don't think I realized, I think I just was like, Sarah, Sarah Evans, suds in the bucket. Sure. I'll do that. Like, that sounds fun. So Monday rolls around and, and, um, I'm pulling into the Y parking lot and I'm like, oh, I think this is the first exercise class I've ever taken. Like, ever. And truly... I've I, never taken one, to be yeah, fair. I've done yoga classes, which is kind of... I have never taken a yoga class. I, the exception, the weekend of the Mastermind Retreat, one of the girls was a yoga instructor, so she led us in a class. Mm-hmm. Okay. that's a, But again, I have only ever done yoga to a DVD in my home. Uh-huh. Okay. I've done lots of YouTube yoga. Yeah, lots of YouTube yoga. That's it. So... Okay, so I go to this class, and I'm, like, excited, because I'm like, this is going to be fun and stupid. Mm-hmm. And, okay, I just, <laughs> I just need to be clear. Like, there are people in our lives who say they're bad at things, uh-huh. and they're really not. Uh-huh. Do you, you know, they're, like, I self-deprecating. Mm-hmm. But then you see them, and I'm like, oh, well, you weren't bad at that. Like, you might have been subpar, but right. you weren't bad. Mm-hmm. I just need to be clear with you, with listeners, with friends who know me in real life. You were bad. Like, when I say I'm bad at something... Please rest assured that means I'm really bad at it. Like because I don't I don't lie about like it's not even lying. I'm not I am self-deprecating but also I'm fairly secure in what I'm good at and what I'm not. Right. So like when I say I'm bad at something, I really mean I'm bad at it. So the the class is I was hoping and this is where hashtag small town life. Like yeah. I was really hoping for like a 20 person class, right? And like it's packed. Well, there's 12 people. Right. I'm like, okay. So I am going to be more visible than I was really hoping for. Right. Um, they begin to teach us the steps. And this is when I realized, and I'm still, I want to be clear, the entire class I maintained positivity because I'm 33 and I'm bad at something and it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but all of a sudden while she's teaching us the steps, I'm like, oh, I realize what I've signed up for now because in college, Faulkner did Jamboree, mm-hmm. like this spring musical. Yep. You had to do choreographed dance moves. Um, I had to do like intensives after the fact because I was not good at right. it. And so I had to have like one-on-one time with sure. the girls who were good at it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it was terrible. So all of a sudden I'm having flashbacks and I'm like, oh wait, I've signed up for something. This isn't a yoga class. This isn't even like jazzercise, which I've always thought I would really love. Um, this is like 
this is like go to the honky tonk, like go to the moon in Tallahassee and Oof. like it's learning things and it's fun, but I'm realizing, uh oh, I'm not gonna be good at this. So like she starts you off easy and like you're doing like heel tap to like remember truly that episode <laughs> of the, of Friends where Monica and Rachel yeah. go to check on the girl who's stolen Monica's identity. Uh-huh. I am Monica. Like I don't and this is what I was trying to tell Jordan. So like then at one point she's like, okay, and now move your hips in a figure eight. And I was like, truly nothing from the waist down moves. Like truly no, I can't do that. Then she was like, and this is just where you would slightly twerk. And I was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Excuse me? Slightly what now? Like, what? Okay, this 70, we, me, Juliana, and Courtney are the youngest people in the class. Obviously, by yeah. At least a decade, if but mostly more. Like, most of the people in there are 60 to, 60 to 70. This gentleman clearly takes pity on me, as I knew someone would, because mm-hmm. because I'm objectively bad. Like, it's not like I'm the girl who's like, I'm a full beat behind everyone, mm-hmm. and I and I can't do it. Like mm-hmm. I can't do it. Um, I'm good at the grapevine because it's weirdly like a basketball drill we used to do, and so I can do that. Um, so 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 this old man is like, um, I can help. Like you need to be taking smaller steps, which he's right. I was taking two large steps. He's like, you need to be taking smaller steps, and then you won't be a beat behind. And he was so kind, like truly, like walking me through it. And then, like, he's twerking, and I'm like, what is happening? And then I finally had to tell him. I was like, I said, thank you so much. I said, I need you to know that I'm rhythmically challenged, and this isn't going to get better for me. Like, like, and I'm here to have fun. Like, you're not going to – I think he thought with enough coaching. You could maybe get it. And that's just objectively it's not, not true. not going to happen, yeah. Now, I think I'm going to go back because I do think it was good exercise. Good. Because I was, like, out of breath at the end. Um, but – I was truly, like, my friend Courtney, I think she was pretty decent, but sometimes she would catch me and would die laughing because I was so bad. Oh, gosh. And then she would mess up because I was so objectively terrible. So Jordan and I were talking, and I blamed at first the Church of Christ. Sure. Like, you know, no, no dancing. Music, yeah. yeah, like, what what was I supposed to do? Now, that falls flat because I went to Church of Christ College, and right. all of those people were fine at choreographed exactly. dancing. Also, my parents are good dancers. Also, my brother is a good dancer. Yeah. It's just you. So Jordan, well, so Jordan tried to think, and then he named all the INTJs we know. And he was like, can you picture any of these people in this class? And I couldn't, with the exception of my brother. Mm-hmm. And then um, a girl I used to know was an INTJ and was a dance instructor. Okay. Um, but otherwise, Jordan was like, he's like, I think, he's right. I think you're just, he said, I think you're right. You're just bad at this. But he was like, I also think, because I was trying to explain to him, it's like I hear the verbal instruction and cannot execute. Like, I know what I'm supposed to do, but it's like my brain won't turn it into action. And we have this in common. <laughs> I am an unfathomably, unfathomably bad dancer. I was in so- show choir in senior year of high school because I was asked to be by the director, who was also the, like, drama teacher. Uh-huh. And I am a good actor. Yeah. Or I was at the time. I am not a good dancer. Yeah. As we all found out. Oh, I God. So I, I commiserate entirely. <laughs> I cannot execute a single step. Yeah. Um, as everyone will see at my wedding. I was about to say, do you do you and Kelsey have a first dance? Yes. Is it choreographed? No. Okay. We took dance lessons and choreographed it because Jordan and I are both terrible dancers. Yeah. 
So my dad isn't. So like he and I could just kind of, he could carry me essentially. He could like box step me through it. Yeah. Jordan and I had, we went to, I guess Fred Astaire or somewhere in Mm -hmm. Tallahassee. It was truly the, some of the most fun we've ever had together because we were so bad at it. Yeah. But it's really good exercise. Yeah. Which is part of the reason when this girl asked me, I was like, yes, Juliana, you are my friend. I will go with you. Also, I don't do anything unless asked or challenged. So like, yeah, let's do this. (laughs) And then I'm so glad I went, but I also told Jordan it is holy work to do things that you are bad at because it's true because there is no, I might maybe improve, but mostly but probably won't. But yeah. Mostly yeah. not. Anyway. Yeah. It's just like morality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In a cop in a scheme. Yeah. Welcome to episode 248 of From the Front Porch, a collection of conversations on books, small business, and life in the South. My name is Chris Jensen, and I'm thankful. And I'm Annie Jones, owner of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in beautiful downtown Thomasville, Georgia. Happy November. When is this episode actually airing? Next week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember when you said you're feeling grateful. I was like, is this running at Thanksgiving? Uh, no, this is running next week, which is uh, November 7th. Oh, so in prep... This is like maybe the first time we've ever done it in preparation for Thanksgiving. We can actually We usually do it. Yeah. Well, hold on. Because I feel like we normally do it closer to the day. Yeah. Um, we're not because that's my wedding week. That's right. That's <laughs> and so, right. Well, and I, so we're getting way ahead yes, of things. Yes, but this is good. This yeah. is better actually, I think. Because we're going to... Nobody knows why it's better. No. Well, because... Okay. Here's what we are saying without actually Did spelling this out I'm for Andy you. Jones? I don't know. People know who you are. <laughs> I was like, did I even do my thing? I don't, I don't know. I don't. Uh, we uh, normally do an episode on cookbooks and food books um, the week of Thanksgiving. Yes. We've done that the past three years at least. Yeah. Um, and so we're doing it at the beginning of November this month, partially because I am getting married. Oh, man. <laughs> that that week. Um, the last half. And so, and so we will be out of town. The last two months of this year are just... I don't even have words A whirlwind. For it. Yeah, I don't even have words. And a nightmare. Yeah. Yeah, uh, those are the words. Yeah. And so I'm getting married this month. <laughs> Yay! Hooray. Congrats t- t- to me. Um, congrats. Congrats to me. Um, that's going to be fun. And so we're going to record again next week Yep. for the following week. To fill week. it all up. Yep, to fill it all up. But uh, okay. here we are. So So this is our seasonal reads for November. Um, the word I have chosen as our season is feast. It is feast season. Um, good, it's a good food. It's a good word. It is a good food, um, and it is a good word. It has many resonances. There's a whole liturgical thing yeah. having to do with feast. And I know that when we have talked about food books previously, um, and not cookbooks, but food books, um, although we are primarily focusing on cookbooks today, um, we have talked about like the connection of religion and food and yeah. how interesting that is in different cultures. Yes. Um, and so... And especially this time of year, if even if you don't have like a faith tradition you buy by it has very much to do with your family traditions. Yeah, and, and that's a kind of ritual in itself. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so that's fun. What are you... I'm sorry. Can I interject here? Yeah, of course. Can you publicly... I don't know. You might just want to cut this up. What are you doing for Thanksgiving? Um, we're going to be... Um, Honeymooning. Yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if what... You know, first holidays are always a thing. Yeah, there is a restaurant in Colorado that okay. we want to go to. Okay. However, I looked at it and they stopped serving dinner at 5.30 on Thanksgiving. Okay. They have a special Thanksgiving menu. Okay. But I don't know if we'll be back from our like excursion. Oh, yet. I see. So, might have to come up with a different plan. Okay. But I do have everything else booked. 
Jordan's I have, family. I have planned the honeymoon. Jordan's family used to do Wendy's the oh. night of Thanksgiving. You've told me this before. I don't. Wendy's or bagged. And when I say bagged lunch, like snacks, not like turkey sandwiches. We've had honestly. I'm, I'm not about that. Holidays myself. are some of the hardest parts of marriage to me. Not oh, even because people, they are for me already. Not even yeah. because people do it wrong. They just don't do it like you do it, mm-hmm. and so you're confused. Like I'm sorry. The whole point of Thanksgiving is so I can make a sandwich with this later. Like that is the whole point. And so what are we doing? <laughs> what if are we're, we doing? If we're getting in the car and going to the next house without at least taking the turkey with us, yep. I don't understand. No. Um. So. But traditions are traditions. Well, and that's what we were we had talked about with friends too. Like what you do, right. everybody's different. Mm-hmm. Like some people don't even. Um, I think you would like this idea. I'm gonna throw it out to you okay. for your family. So my friend Morgan, her family on Christmas because mm-hmm. they've already done like the big Thanksgiving mm-hmm. meal. So instead of repeating it, like doing turkey again mm-hmm. for Christmas, they do a charcuterie board challenge. Ooh! And so each person has to come with their own board, and whoever. Um, creates the best smorgasbord um, gets to pick the movie for the evening. Oh, I like that. I think you and Kelsey would like That's that. really cool. Yeah. I like that a lot. We could never get either of our families behind you two could do it though. Board, but we could absolutely <laughs> yeah, do that. Yeah, I feel like the two of you could compete and then the winner gets the movie. Um, Jordan and I do what is more true to us which is for our Christmas just the two of us we do Chinese food. Yeah. Some Somebody I was with was like oh do you make it? And I was like no. Oh, no. And no, no. We pick it up from the restaurant and bring it home and it is delightful. Yeah. No and I've I've always admired that kind of tradition. Yeah, uh, it's that's fun. great. So, so let's talk about some cookbooks. cookbooks. <laughs> jinx. Uh, jinx, jinx, jinx. Um, I'll start off with one that I got for Christmas a couple years ago. Okay. Um, that I have come to really adore, but it's the Food Lab. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yes. By J. Kenji Lopez Alt. Um, this is a science textbook mm-hmm. that is also about food. So, of course, I like it. <laughs> um, but you it is. things in a nutshell. But it is also just a. It's such a good cookbook. Also, it's beautiful. It's also beautiful, but it breaks down the reasons why you're doing all these things, which for me as a person is so nice. Yeah. That it's not just a set of instructions, but it's a... And you do it this way because it does this to the food. Yeah. You make it in this particular kind of pan because it does this to the food. It produces this reaction, and I'm just like, thank you for explaining everything to me in detail. Yeah. It's what I crave as a person all the time. This is where your and my personalities diverge. Yeah. This is why Blue Apron works for me. Yeah. I just want, please just give me written instructions. I want zero thought. And and a Blue Apron works for me because it's like, here is a flavor profile in the ingredients and I'm like, I'll figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like step by step and I and I do a good job and I enjoy it. I do enjoy it. But I, that's just so funny Yeah, to me. but like, I but I want people to explain why yeah. it needs to be the way that it is. No, I need, I need answers. Less information. Um, so if you are like me and you want answers. Yeah. Boy, does this book have them. Okay. Um, do you want to know how to make your eggs perfectly the way that you like them? It's probably a matter of like 10 second increments. And so like, let's time how long we are cooking the eggs so that you can get them exactly the way you want them. Okay. Um, do you want a broth for your soup that is the best thing you've ever had? You need to do it this way. You need to cut up the bones oh. to release some of the marrow into the, into the juice. Whole bones are great. Cut up bones are even better. And it's like explanations for why these things are the way they are. That sounds like a serial killer's memoir. The basics. It might be. (laughs) Cut up the bones. A serial killer's memoir. Cut up the bones. The smaller, the better. Yeah. Um, we're, we're verging into that energy that we had a couple weeks ago. I, yeah, I know you texted me at like 10. I texted you at like 10 30. I was like, I hope you're reading this in the morning, but I'm editing this week's episode and we sound completely manic. It's because sometimes you just get in this room. Yeah. And we haven't even been here that long. No. But I just, 
Anyway, that book sounds lovely. Yeah. And the I book do is remember super good. It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It has so many pictures mm-hmm. and so many charts and graphs and, and lists and tables. I like that about um, it. Yeah. So many lists and tables. It also has a whole section at the beginning that's like, what do you actually need mm-hmm. equipment wise to be a good home chef? And it's like, nice. it's about 10 things. Yeah. You really only need about 10 things. Um, then it tells you like, if you want to go high end buy these brands, if you're a little more budget conscious, this is really just as good. Um, really, really great advice from like a real restaurant chef. Um, good gift for beginner cooks or would you recommend it for people like you? Um, good gift for beginner cooks who are serious about wanting to learn how to cook. Okay. Um, it's not a, it does have great recipes in it, Yeah. but it's not just a list of recipes. Okay. It is someone who's like, I really, really, really want to get into cooking. Right. I need to know the very basics. Okay. This gives you the very basics and then also the intermediate step. Okay. I think it's a great book. Good deal. Yeah. Um, okay, I wanted to talk about Alison Roman because she had a book uh, that came out a couple years ago called Dining In. Yeah. And now she's got a new one called Nothing Fancy. Also, I would like to speak to the aesthetic of these books. They are beautiful they are, and minimalist. I love them. Yes. I love seeing them on our shelves. Black and white. They're some pictures. gorgeous. Um, anyway, I was flipping through this because... So I follow... <laughs> Her, her Instagram name is like Notes to Sarah. I don't know why I follow her. She's a graphic designer in New York City. And she like used to work for Ralph Lauren and now she works for somebody else. Anyway, I love following her. But she had posted some recipes from this book. Mm-hmm. And so I all of a sudden, again, I live that blue apron life. So it takes a lot to get me excited about a cookbook. Mm-hmm. Um, but <laughs> I wanted to show you what got me excited. Grilled lamb shoulder over fresh garlicky garlicky tomatoes. Mm. My mouth is literally I'm struggling because <laughs> now I have lots of saliva in my mouth right now. <laughs> it's so good looking. Um, so anyway, she is fun because there's like a slight little, you're not like going to get like a paragraph, I mean like pages long essay or something. It's strictly yeah. recipes. But there is a little ex- explanation to the recipe itself, which I always like. Um, and it just looks like really good food. Um, I would say... I think for beginner to intermediate cooks, um, because there is a picture that accompanies almost every recipe. Which is great. Which is what I think is important. No, I really like that because then you can see what it is you're trying to make. Yes. Um, so I I don't know. This looks really good. Even I am tempted by it. Um, and so perhaps others would be as well. Dining in is the first one. And then nothing fancy is the second one. And I think she's really trying to appeal. I think the books are minimalist looking, but I think she's also trying to appeal to the minimalist cook. Yeah. Like I think she's trying to appeal to the people who are overwhelmed in their kitchens. And that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, uh, another recent cookbook that I think came out last year that I have really, really liked way more than I ever thought I would is Chrissy Teigen's Cravings 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cravings 2. I haven't cooked from Cravings 1. I don't know. Okay. Cravings 2 is amazing. Okay. Every recipe in there, absolute. Perfect. What you doing? What you doing? You are writing great cookbooks. Yeah. Because we've also gotten several that we like registered for. Uh huh. That I don't think are very good. Okay. I won't name names. Name them off. Um, no, but I they were. Know. But but they're very newlywed um, yes. oriented books. Yes. And I think the food in them is terrible. Now, cooking from some of the menus, I did learn um, that I don't like dill. Okay. Dill comes on strong. Dill, I've realized dill is what I don't like about pickles. 
Oh, okay, yeah. Because like a bread and butter pickle, I can get behind. Uh-huh. Put that on a sandwich, that sounds delicious. A dill pickle, I would rather vomit. Oh man, love me some pickles. I cannot stand the taste of dill. And so I at least learned that about myself. Yeah. But um, cravings too, sincerely amazing. There is a um, coconut chicken burger. Uh, you've talked about this before. Yeah, because it's amazing. <laughs> you've talked about this before. It's like a Thai-flavored chicken burger uh-huh. with um, a, a, a grilled pineapple slice on it in place of a tomato, which like you might think, like, I don't know. Once it's grilled, it's a little bit less sweet, and it's just the same acid as okay. as the tomato and that moisture. Um, and then like toasted buns with coconut and butter on them. Oh, my goodness. That sounds good. Um, the greatest. Um, there's another one that we've made a bunch of times, um, and I don't remember what it is now, but like every recipe in that book that I've made has been excellent. I think my hard part to me about cooking by cookbook is what I love about Blue Apron is that it, it like, if I, I don't just have to pick out like this salmon recipe looks delicious, but now I've also got to pick a salad. Like Mm -hmm. I've got to pick something with it. Yeah. They don't give you meals. Right. Um, Anyway, that's one of my pet peeves. Um, nothing Fancy does look to be like the more entertaining of the two. I'm just looking at them. Yeah. So dining in is maybe for s- more small cooking. And and then, just looking at their spines back to back, there's something I don't like. It's because one is all caps and one is all Because dining in is all caps and nothing fancy is all lowercase when the rest of, of the design the looks the same. Yes. Potter. What pu- you doing? Publisher Potter, what, why are you doing this to me? Um, I'm going to talk about a cookbook I do think you would like. Yeah. It's called Let Me Feed You. This is the first cookbook I have bought in years. It was one of the first books I had bought in a long time, too. I it's bought beautiful. It this year. Very much aesthetically in the Joanna Gaines school. Okay, so she's British. Um, but here's what I love. Well, I love that she's British, first sure, of all. Of because course. her... Um, I'm trying to... I wanted, wanted to read you some of it. So her, she is hilarious to me. So I don't know how people feel about Joanna Gaines. Do you I like think, Joanna Gaines. Do you think she's funny? Not. Neither. Um. No. I don't know. I, I like her. I don't think she's funny. Okay. Well, anyway, I just was curious about that because I was like, I think that's something I'm realizing I really value in person. Like, Jordan and I have been talking about family values mm-hmm. and like, I think in the Butterworth family, humor is valued. Oh, yeah. Um, and so I'm just curious. Anyway. I think okay. she's very earnest. Um. Then sometimes that's not compatible with humor. Not always, but sometimes. So I picked up this book. It's by Rosie Dakin. She, I think, was primarily a baker. Mm-hmm. I think she owns a bakery in, I'm going to guess, London or somewhere called Butter. Um, but that is not why I was drawn to it. Cakes. So I read, I wish I could go, um, okay, like for avocado toast. You know that thing people say about being on your deathbed and not caring about how many hours you worked in your lifetime? It's true, I'm sure, but I'm going to be curious about how many avocados I've consumed. Like, it's just little (laughs) quippy things Uh that I think are really cute. But I think you would like it because the recipes are really good. So I tried, for Easter, I made um, her recipe for pineapple ribs. Ooh. They were delicious. That sounds great. Fall off the bone. Um, I made her, gosh, I want to say potato salad which was delicious. Um, there are like really good things in here that I found if, look, if I say you can do it, I promise yeah. you can do it. Like very accessible, delicious. I made my own lemon aioli from her recipe. Oh, good for you. Um, anyway, I 
think this is a very legitimately good cookbook. And I keep it on my coffee table during the spring because it's got, you're right when it has that jo those Joanna Gaines vibes. Um, I left it on my coffee table yeah, this pretty. spring and summer because it's really pretty. Um, but I found it to be so useful and I thought she was delightful. Like she's a delightful um, cook to take a journey with, which yeah. is how I feel about my cookbooks. That sounds great. Anyway, let me feed you. Also, style icon. I kind of want to look like her. <laughs> look at her. Yeah. Look at those shoes. She's got her short hair and her shoes. Yeah, I'm interested. Okay. Um, one that I found in the bookshelf browsing several weeks ago now, um, actually in September, um, is one called Indian-ish. Yes, 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 um, yes. By Priya Krishna. It's great. Yeah. Um, and she has little essays about what it's like being Indian American mm -hmm. and what Indian cuisine looks like in America and how sometimes very different it is from like Indian Indian food. Right. And how American Indian cuisine often is like just kind of all smushed together and the different regions that normally have different ingredients, different flavor profiles, all are at the same restaurant and we don't know the difference. Right. So she's like, the thing is like, there's no such thing as curry. Like <laughs> that, that, that's not a thing. Uh -huh. um, that is like a word we use in America to describe a bunch of Everything. different things. Um, and so like, I, I really liked her explanatory stuff about upfront about like, a lot of these are my mom's recipes that I've modified a little bit. Yeah. They're Indian-ish. Okay. But then the recipes are also great. Okay. No, there are lots of different spices. And yeah. she's like, you might not be able to find these at your grocery store. Here are some equivalents that oh, you might be able nice. to use at your grocery store. However, I guarantee your town or nearby has some kind of Indian market. Yes. Every town in America has one. Yes. Um, you'll be able to find these things and gives you a guide of like, here's the Indian name. Here's what you, they might be called in America. Okay. Um, here is something that is kind of equivalent, and she she is very good at kind of um, navigating the waters of, yes. of American culture trying to do Indian cuisine. Which I respect. Yeah. Um, I, I had that. Indian for dinner last night. It was great. Was it good? Um, but I would like to actually cook a little more from the book. I, um, I might get that for my friends who adopted their little girl oh, from yeah. India. Um, and because... For her birthday and for her gotcha day and stuff, they try to, they have tried before to like make Indian yeah. food or like order Indian food. Um, but I think that would be a good cookbook. She's a good cook, so I think she might like that. Yeah. Um, the next one it reminds me a little bit of Voracious, which mm, I yeah. recommended years ago. That was a really good one too. Um, this is called Eat Joy. Very cute cover. Very oh, gifty looking. Yeah. So it's got all these fiction writers, um, and then basically Goodness. asking them so Colin McCann Molly Malloy Alexander uh, Chi Chimamanda uh, Love Grossman Anthony Dewar yeah Claire Ed Edwidge Jantica like this yeah. is this is amazing yeah so it's beautiful like the reason I say it's a gift book is because it's full color throughout yeah. um but basically Lucy was telling me that the um compiler of this collection wanted each of these writers to think about when was a time that maybe you weren't doing great, but food made the difference or food made you feel better or whatever. And so this divided up into sections, growing pains, loss, healing, homecoming. Um, and so it's just an essay written by that writer, yeah. like that particular writer. But then it's got, it follows with a recipe and I just think it's beautiful. That's so cool. Um, very cool book. I love and this. Full color illustrations. I was trying to think, Oh, there's Alexander cheese. Um, Anyway, and then it's... If he doesn't make a recipe called Alexander Cheese, well, then, then I will he's be missing out. <laughs> very uh, upset. I'm going to look at that. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I think it would be very fun for people like me who like love food. Yeah. But maybe cooking isn't always right. my comfort, um, but food is. And so this is... If I think this would be perfect. This is beautiful. Yeah. It's a good 
good present. Good work. Good Christmas gift. Um, that's my list of, of cookbooks. Okay, I was um, just going to name a couple. Yeah, do and, name a couple more. Um, so Sean Brock has a new one called South. This looks really good. Um, AJ, do you remember AJ Mueller? Yeah, of course. Okay, he listens. Hi, AJ. Hi, AJ. Um, so he... I've never eaten AJ's cooking, but he posts about it on Instagram a lot. <laughs> and um, he used to come in a lot and buy cookbooks, or because when he used to do um, do his like sermon prep here, he would look at our cookbooks. Anyway, um, he, I think AJ recommended the first Sean Brock cook- cookbook. Anyway, Sean Brock is famous. There's bread and butter pickles if you're interested. <laughs> um, basically, this cookbook is beautiful. I don't know it to me. It feels more for. People like you or AJ who are comfortable in the kitchen uh-huh. and who love experimenting and trying new things. Um, but it is gorgeous. Basically, I associate Sean Brock with like actual chef type people. Uh-huh. Um, and then people like Allison Roman for people like me. Um, but the new Sean Brock is beautiful. It's called South. I also wanted to recommend Son of a Southern Chef, um, kind of about cooking soul food. Mm. It's just super colorful. Ooh, chicken taco dip. Fish sandwiches with tartar sauce. Yeah. I could eat that right now. We're doing this at lunchtime, which might be... Oh, look at the mac and cheese. Oh, my goodness. Um. Anyway, very That's colorful like cookbook. Um, and I'm trying to... Who's the guy who does this? He, Lazarus Lynch. Um, so anyway, his mother's Guyanese. He, his father was from Alabama. And so his dad ran a... Um, a restaurant in Queens, New York. Mm. So anyway, it looks so good and yeah. colorful and fun and very different from the vibe of the rest Definitely. of these. So I wanted to talk about it. Son of a Southern Chef, Cook with Soul. Um, it looks really fun. That does look great. Um, and then the last one that I was curious about, just because I freaking love the cover. Um, That's I, a crawfish boil. Yeah, I love a crawfish boil. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. My dad has had one before and I... Please, Jordan makes fun of me. I, I love shrimp so much. I can just <laughs> eat it. Like I eat... I could eat it all day. Anyway, um, this is called the Saltwater Table, Recipes from the Coastal South. Um, so she's got, she kind of talks about what the Coastal South really means and what it yeah. looks like. So there's some stuff. Remember the book? Uh, remember the book about Florida that's temporarily out of print? Uh, Saints of, of Old Florida. Yes, Saints of Old Florida. This to me feels like Saints of Old Florida. But it looks a little bit like Saints of Old Florida. But yeah. with an emphasis on food. So mm-hmm. food edition. Um, because she talks about what coast she's really referencing. Uh-huh. So she's more the southeast coast rather than the gulf coast. Right. Um, Those are different she, things. They are different things. But then she walks you through, oh my gosh, just Ooh, some yeah, really, good, really looking, good. good looking recipes. Buttermilk trisla cheesecake. Uh, um, anyway... It, to me, also is in the Sean Brock category. Yeah. Like, it looks a little, to me... It's sli- Yeah, slightly more complicated. Um, but it is gorgeous, and um, I think would be... I think would be really fun present. And I like that it's it's the kind of book that has both pictures and illustrations. Yes, yes, um, yes. And that, that blend is often very nice aesthetically. Yes. Anyway, I think all of these are really fun. If you're cooking for Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. what do you recommend for people? I would... Oof. I think um, I would do nothing fancy. Let me feed you. I had some recipes out of there for um, for um, Easter. And also, we just flipping through that son of a southern chef. That's going to have some good sides that in there. That had some good mac and cheese that Mac I really and cheese. Want right I bet now. there are some great vegetables in yes. there. Yes. Um, you know what? I think people always forget, and I'm, I, I'll tell you why I think this. People always forget dessert to me around mm. the around. I, I know why you think this. Yeah, around Thanksgiving <laughs> because it's pie season, and I'm not interested. Right. Not interested in your pies. Right. Um, I just don't understand why we can't have 
another thing. Like, why can't we also have one cake or some cookies or like just one other thing? And I'm a big cookie fan. Yeah. I don't like cake. I um, love cake if done correctly. Yeah. I, I've had so many bad cakes in my life. Yeah. But I'm just like, what's the point? What do you do for your wedding cake? Uh, a good cake that I've had. Okay. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, it's a strawberry champagne cake with okay. strawberry mousse and vanilla buttercream. Oh, that sounds delicious. It's delicious. Um, wedding cakes can be very hit or miss. Yeah. You just can. Yeah. No, I'm very pleased with ours. Um, so lots of food, lots of food things coming up for you too. Yes. Your wedding is going to have food. Uh-huh. Uh, it will have food. <laughs> your wedding hope is hope you have, enjoy. Your wedding is going to have food. These cookbooks are food. Thanksgiving, Christmas, so yeah. many fun things. It's going to be great. It is. It's going to be chaos, but it's going to be good. <laughs> that, that's my mantra. I'm like, <laughs> it's going to be chaos, it's gonna be good. but it's going to be good. Porch is a production of The Bookshelf, an independent bookstore in Thomasville, Georgia. It's produced by me, Annie Jones, and Chris Jensen, and edited by Chris Jensen. If you're interested in purchasing any of the books we've talked about on today's episode, you can do so at bookshelfthomasville.com forward slash shop. Thank you, as always, to Forlorn Strangers for the use of our theme music. It's called Bottom of the Barrel from their album, Forlorn Strangers. Learn more at forlornstrangers.com. If you'd like to support From the Front Porch on Patreon and gain access to exclusive bonus content, you can find us at patreon.com slash fromthefrontporch. You can also check us out at our website, fromthefrontporchpodcast.com, for web-only content and a full-back catalog of our show with detailed show notes and links to further reading. This week in the bookshelf, a funny thing happened. Still nothing? Still not. You know, I've been partly gone and honestly... Not every, like, there are some other things going on in the bookshop. Yeah, that are not funny. That are not fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, or funny. And so, um, nobody read into that. That's just... Yeah, no, <laughs> this isn't... <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like, oh no, things are happening. Um, but just, yeah. Uh, so, so nothing really happened, but I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. Okay, is great. At this recording, we're recording right before Halloween. Um... One of my favorite things about Thomasville is their downtown trick-or-treat parade. Mm, yeah. Um, and so all the little local preschoolers come down with their classes in the morning and sweet. just like walk down and get candy. It is my favorite thing because it is like the most low maintenance quote unquote event we yeah. could possibly do. Um, but it brings me the most joy. Yeah. So anyway, very excited to see all the kids in their concerts. I have learned what a Jojo Siwa is. I don't know if you know what that is. I have is, no idea what that but is. But she's some kind of like Hannah Montana-esque looking character. Okay. We've already seen some girls dress up as Jojo Siwa for birthday parties lately. Okay. There's like a lot of rainbow and unicorn sure. vibes. Anyway, so it will be interesting to see what um, people's Halloween costumes are. I can't wait. That sounds great. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you. We will see you next week. <laughs>